Welcome to Zafran, a podcast by comic book fan and his long-suffering wife. I'm Jamie. Someday we'll change this up, I'm sure. But I'm Edna. <laughs> okay, and on this episode, we're going to be reviewing Black Hammer, issue 11. I'm going to read the whole title. Black Hammer, Black Hammer double action team up. Golden Gale and Barbalian Warlord from Mars in The Fury of the Robotonist. It's a little bit of a lie, unless it's a foreshadowing and I'm not aware of it, in which it would be even cooler. No, it's a lot of a lie. Okay. Yeah, there's no robotness anywhere in this issue. No, I'm 100% sure of that. But I'm like, is this some kind of weird robot <laughs> foreshadowing of some other thing that I don't know about? Mm. Uh, I don't think so. That's no fun. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, I think it's purely like, remember those 70s team-up books? This is like what? This is like that. I know, but it's like the cutest little bad guy. This little metal sunflower <laughs> with tentacles and I'm, I could go down for that I could be like yeah let's see what that's that's like and no or maybe it was just like a hint like that they there's, there's a lot of history between the two of them without actually showing it why didn't they show it there's a lot going on by this point of the story guess alright well, <laughs> creator credits for this one are the usual uh, not the always but the usual uh, script by Jeff Lemire, art by Dean Ormston, colors by Dave Stewart, and letters by Todd Klein. Yeah. I feel like they did a really good job this time. The art, the art I felt like, was really strong. She did have, like, bottle lips again, though. <laughs> I can't get over those lips. No nine-year-old girl has, like, Jenner lips. Like, she's just had 14 implants. <laughs> anyway, sorry. I'm not trying to be judgy, but I'm just so good at it. Okay, <laughs> okay here's the bat size breakdown. And I've tried to do it a little, little bit differently this time. Mm-hmm. All right. In this issue, Lucy observes Rockwood and its people and has even more questions. Barbie confronts the priest. The police confront Abe about the missing sheriff. Plus, Gail has had enough and attempts to end it all, but is stopped at the last second by Barbie, and the air is cleared between them. Yeah. That was good. It's a lot happening here. There was. The plot is thickening, but also it's not just the plot. There's a lot of character stuff going on here, too. It was an effective way for us to continue that Barbalian story. Uh, they just kind of broke off in the middle to see what he did afterwards. Yeah. yeah. But also, it. Uh, well, we'll get into that later on. Okay. Um, all right, it's time for the Q&A. Um, so what did you make of Lucy's observations about Rockwood? So first off, whether I like it or not, I kind of like Lucy uh, because she's the only one that's got any sense about her at all. Um, yeah, she's right. It's weird. There's something very, very wrong with it. Also, not only did she see that couple, but she saw the grandpa and his little boy. I guess it was a grandpa. She saw them twice, too. Uh, Could have been a dad. She just didn't notice them. They were going in what appears to me to be the opposite direction that they were going before. Um, but yeah, they're here too. So she's getting repeats of more than just that couple. Um, and it's just not right. She's trying to act like everything's all right because who wouldn't if you're stuck in that? You just kind of be like, yeah, hey guys, hey, what's hey? Um, but in reality, what she's writing, the notes that she's making... She's seeing things in these first few days that nobody else was paying any attention to. 
And I've got a weird thought about that. I wonder. It's, they've made it very clear that all of the, the heroes are very urban people. They've basically spent their entire lives inside Spiral City. They're city people. So I wonder if they just chalk up some of the weirdness of the town to country life and not really having any familiarity with it. Maybe. But I think part of it is who they are. I think this is uniquely suited uh, to their personalities. Things that they just, they're, they're doers. They're not, this is not their line. I'm not saying they're stupid by any stretch of yeah. the imagination. Uh, but this is not... This is not the type of thing that they typically are used to doing. They're used to being able to beat it up and move on. And they can't beat this up. Okay. Uh, how bad do you feel for Barbie after this issue? <sighs> this, the the rest of this didn't shock me. Like the, how he uh, ended up, that he left the police force. Yeah. Uh, I'm not shocked that he left the police force. Uh, what I found so interesting is all of his anger, because when we first meet him, he's the peaceful Martian. Snarky, but peaceful. Snarky, but peaceful. Uh, and he is, of course, by the Martian standards that we were given, he's still the peaceful Martian. <laughs> um, but you can tell he's had a whole lot of pent-up anger, uh, that he didn't deal with. And so this seems to be the first time that he's actually come out and looked at somebody and said, hey, guys, let's not do this anymore. We're, this is just, I'm laying it out there. Um, and that's, I mean, healthy, especially whenever you've got this parallel uh, of um, Gail, who does the reverse almost, where he just goes and conf confronts it. She writes a letter and runs away. Yeah. And it's, I think it's, it's telling, too, in the past... Um, when he experienced that kind of rejection and discrimination. Um, and a very intriguing thing, he gets, he turns back into his Martian form and just flies away from the entire planet and says goodbye. Yeah. Which I think is really intriguing because we don't know what happens after I that. need to know where he went. Yeah. Um, he took a spaceship down. I need to know how far up he can go. But this time he goes back and confronts the person who's rejected him. Yeah. So that was, that was a very different thing. Yeah. And also leads to that whole thing about the pressure cooker kind of situation. Where things are just building up and building up. Yeah, instead of him slamming his fist into a locker, literally slamming his fist straight into a locker, like he was setting himself up to do some serious damage if he'd have kept going the way he was going uh, at the police department. Yeah. Um, but it's a lot healthier just to come out and just like confront it and deal with it. Whether it, it ends the way you want it or not, you've at least saved your peace. Yeah. Uh, and I think that that was a good version of what he should have done. Okay. Um, speaking of confrontations, what do you think is going to happen with Abe? Oh, he, I mean, they they don't know where the police uh, chief is. What I needed to know and what I was looking for, because um, I saw the lady with the ice cream cone out of the corner of my eye, and I'm like, where's this girlfriend? What is she going to say? Because she's all, all just automatically going to assume that, you know, he's done off her ex-husband or soon to be. I don't think they're even divorced yet, technically. No. Um, so I need to see the fear and the um, guilt in her eyes. And then it'll break him a little bit. And that's okay. Because he's Abe and I don't like him. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> 
don't wish like the absolute worst for him, but that's pretty bad, right? Um, <laughs> I don't get your hatred of Abe. I don't either. It's unreasonable. It's still there. Um, I don't know. I just, I just I can't stand that he is trying to make everybody else go along and get along because he's having a good time. I think that that's really my center point, and I know that there's reasoning in all of it, but the fact remains that he is the de facto leader at the moment, and he's having a good time, and he's just trying to make everybody else have a good time. I don't think he's really listening to how they're feeling, and I think that's what makes me so angry about him. Um, but yeah, he's in for it. If they can't figure it out, he's literally the only one with a reason to want to hurt him. He's, he's going to get in some deep troubles if our uh, Ouija Poo doesn't come out and fix it. Were you surprised at Gil's suicide attempt? No, I'm not. She's been spiraling out of control in the last few uh, issues. She's gotten angrier and angrier, and a lot of times suicide is anger and desperation more than anything else. And who here has the most anger and desperation? Those two, Barbie and Gail. Barbie confronted his in a healthy and good way. Gail did not. Um, and so, yeah, it was getting more futile for her. So something's got to give. Yeah. All right. So how does the theory stand? I don't know. We didn't really touch any of it other than the fact that we know something's wrong. Yeah, guys, we 100% know something's wrong. Um, what I need to know is who did it. I did, however, at the end, we get this last page. And because I'm reading... All of them in the book together, one at a time, of course. And we see Gail and Barbie walk away, and we see the black hammer behind us. I also have a picture <laughs> of the next cover. And it's got Lucy, and we've got a, a holla hammer. And I'm like, oh, I still think he's a horrible person. <laughs> so I don't know. If there's a hammer haul, then that means that there is a chance that something's went down. We can find something out about him. He's probably the best person ever in the world. I don't care. I'm going down with it. He did something wrong. He has something wrong. He's part of the problem. Well, my, my question this week about your theory is how does Lucy's uh, observations fit? I mean, does it add anything to it? Because she's seeing doubles of things. She's talking about how the town doesn't feel completed. Like it's somebody's yeah. idea of how the thing would work. Yeah, she uh, is showing that it's not real. She it, The thing is, is it also makes me want to go back and see if you can see this stuff in the other ones. Uh, because none of the other ones have paid attention to this. If we're repeating people, and they know they've been there 10 years, and we have had Gil going to grade school all of this time, are you telling me that we've went through different kids every time? It's like, there's a glitch here. I can't imagine there weren't glitches that they should have seen. Um, have they noticed if people have aged over the course of 10 years? That sort of thing. Um, but they never... All of these things that she's noticing so quickly, they're not noticing. Uh, and they haven't noticed. They haven't noticed when they go... In, of course, they don't go into town very often. Um, but yeah, I think that this just reinforces the breakdown Maybe it is literally just a breakdown that's happening. Um, but she's that common sense that's dropped into it to let us know that none of this has made any sense since the beginning. And, and too, I think that as much as we like the people on the farm, 
um, they're pretty self-absorbed people. Oh yeah, all of them. And Lucy's not. Yeah. And so I think that might might be that might be an explanation for why she's observing things that they don't. Yeah. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Ready for the awards? Sure. All right. Uh, best panel. Um, I struggle with this one. Uh, I'm going to go with page five. And it's um, uh, Barbie on a night patrol. He's out um, looking over the over Spiral City. He's on that rooftop staring out. Still wearing his police uniform. He hasn't changed, changed back into the warlord from Mars yet. And it's just a... Spiral City looks cool there. But it looks kind of off-kilter a little bit. And uh, I really like it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, and I like... I think it adds to the image that he's still in the police costume at that point. Um, it's just a really cool image. Um, did you notice that the Wrecking Crew came back? <laughs> Love their hearts. <laughs> All right. Uh, best dialogue was on page 24. And that's in the middle of the uh, big heart-to-heart between uh, mm-hmm. Barbie and Gail. And it's on panels two through four there. Um, when Gail has mentioned that she feels really alone, but uh, Barbie says to her, "But you're not alone. You have me, Gail." And she says, "But I screwed that up too. I thought, I mean, I thought that you were, but then, and then Barbie's really, you can see on his face, he's really busted up. He said, it doesn't matter. None of that matters now. I love you. You're my best friend. So you can't go because I need you, Gail. Okay?" She sniffs, okay. And so just they, you know, she finally, you know, opens up to how hurt she is that he didn't respond to her affections. But that he's like, look, even though I don't feel romantically about you, you're, you're my best friend. I need you. And I think that she needed to hear that. Yeah. Well, she was afraid that she had lost him completely. Yeah. Um, which is understandable. Also, she's a nine-year-old. There was absolutely no other way this could go and this still be okay. Yeah. Yeah. But, but their friendship's been reaffirmed. And I, I don't think that she's going to feel alone in the same way anymore. No. It might um, calm them down. Maybe they'll listen to Lucy. Maybe maybe Lucy will talk to them. I don't know. Lucy's not really talking to any of them right now. Probably she's, better that way. Yeah, she's mad at all of them. But that image where she was walking away, they're holding hands and the hammer's in the foreground, uh, that was my backup image. That was the one I really struggled with. That's a good one, too. Yeah. Also, why is that hammer there? Why is it so important? Probably because we're getting ready to do an episode with Black Hammer, but I feel like it's more than just that that was that place. I want to turn the page. I want to see. I won't do it. Uh, so the best character moment, I didn't want to just keep talking about the Barbie and Gail scene. So I'm going to go with probably the second best part, which was uh, Barbie's backstory and just what Spiral City was like in the golden age for him. And and all the stuff he went through, all the experiences, experiences of rejection that he's had, not just with the police now, but he just he's went through that with his partner, with his home world, with the entire police force and that he gets so frustrated that he says goodbye and flies away from the entire planet. Yeah. Um, with all of them. It's just, he's, he's had so much to deal with and that he's, I mean, he's snarky all the way through here, but that, that he, but that he's still, you know, a, a pretty happy guy and that he's still, you know, a friendly guy. It's yeah. just, it's, you know, kind of impressive. He, he's still got some hope about him with all the rejection that he's had to deal with is, you know, I think says a lot about it. Yeah. Uh, the next one is the trope twister, and there's not much at this point. Um, we're really just telling the story. We're, we're deep into it, 
Um, so I don't have a lot. We're just dealing with the people we've got established. We're developing the plot that we're moving, I think, pretty rapidly through at this point. But I did um, find it interesting, as far as the story structure, how much Barbie and, and Gail echo each other. Um, because we've got the whole thing where there's people that they're romantically interested in that reject them. Uh, her, they're both dealing with that. And in the past, um, Barbie has faced that kind of rejection and said goodbye and flown away. And uh, Gail's going through that right now. Um, she says goodbye through her letter, but she says goodbye to Barbie and is going to fly away. Um, in a suicide attempt, I think Barbie was just leaving. She was going to leave the earthly coil, so to speak. Right. Um, I, I thought it was interesting the way that their stories just echoed each other. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was a, cl- a clever way to do yeah. the story. And uh, <laughs> the show stealer of the week was just Lucy in the town of Rockwood. Uh, all those doubles, her realizing that things, you know, the town feels unfinished. Um, uh, it just, it was a really intriguing bit of story there. It yeah. was only, what, four or five pages, if even that. Um, but it was just really sort of like, you know, interesting. And she's just all of us um, stuck in there. She's giving, we've seen them, the, by necessity, the comic's been focused on all of the superheroes and everything that they're dealing. And even though they are self-absorbed, we are in effect absorbed within them. That's, that's the point of the comic book. Uh, by having Lucy there, it kind of turns it a little bit and lets you see the things that you never did get to see. Um, and, and ask those questions that any of us would have asked. I think any regular person would have been like, let's check this, this, and this and see what happens. When all the superheroes just went and checked out their boundaries. And then they're like, yep, we'll blow up if we go any further. Whoops. So yeah, I enjoyed her handful of pages. Yeah, and your hunch is right. You're going to like Lucy. Yeah. 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 It would have been great if she'd have been some kind of little psycho. Like on, <laughs> um, oh, the last Spider-Man movie. And it turned out that the, I hope I don't ruin this for anyone, uh, the lady scientist is really doth hog. Um, sorry. Um, anyway, uh, like that. That would have been okay. But I like her even better when she's a good guy. That. Actually, have some sense about her. Yeah. All right. Well, our our next episode will be on issue twelve, and it's "Welcome to the Hall of Hammer." Um, that's all the title we get. I actually opened up the issue and looked at the next one. There's no title on the title page except for that. Really? So yeah. Oh, there's not. Yeah. There's a bunch of black hammer pictures though. And Dave Rubin is back. Oh. Yeah, no, no, no Dean Ormson on the next issue. Okay. We'll see how that goes. I think it works for the next issue. Yeah? Yeah. I, th- I think I think it's a good... If it, if it was to give Dean Ormson a break, I think it was a well-timed break. Okay. Yeah. I'll take your word for it, and I won't look at it right now. All right. Well, I think we're done here. Yeah. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>